Morning prayer starts on page three. O send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me, and bring me unto thy holy hill, and to thy dwelling. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95, on page 459 for the Benita. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great king above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Psalm 16 begins on page 357. Preserve me, O God, for in thee have I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my God, I have no good like unto thee. All my delight is upon the saints that are in the earth, and upon such as excel in virtue. But they that run after another God, shall have great trouble. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, neither make mention of their names within my lips. The Lord himself is the portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou shalt maintain my lot. The lot is fallen unto me in the fair ground. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will thank the Lord for giving me warning. My reins also chasten me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me, for he is on my right hand, therefore I shall I not fall. Wherefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth, my flesh also shall rest in hope. For why, thou shalt leave my soul in hell, neither shalt thou suffer thy Holy One to see corruption. Thou shalt show me the path of life, in, the, in thy presence is the fullness of joy, and at thy right hand there is pleasure forevermore. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fourteenth chapter of the book of Genesis. And it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Arioch, king of Elisar, Jedrolamer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of nations, that they made war with Bera, king of Sodom, Bersha king of Gomorrah, Shinab king of Adma, Shimeber king of Zeboim, and 
and the king of Bela, that is Zoar. All these joined together in the valley of Siddim, that is the Salt Sea. Twelve years they served Chedorlaomer, and the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Chedorlaomer and the kings that were with him came and attacked Rephaim and Asheroth Karnam and Zuzim in Ham, the Emim in Sheva which is by the wilderness. Then they turned back and came to in Misfat, that is Kadesh, and attacked all the country of the Amalekites, and also the Amorites who dwelt in Hazizan Tamar. And the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is Zoar, went out and joined together in battle in the valley of Sidim against Chedorlaomer, king of Elam, title king of nations, Armaphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Elisar, four kings against five. Now the valley of Siddim was full of asphalt pits. The remainder fled to the mountains. Then they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their provisions and went their way. They also took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods and departed. Then one who had escaped came and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt by the terebinth trees of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Eshkol, and brother of Aner, and they were all allies with Abram. Now when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his three hundred and eighteen trained servants who were born in his own house. He did against them by night, and he said, and, <clears throat> and he and his servants attacked them and pursued them as far as Hobah, which is north of Damascus. So he brought back all the goods, and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods, as well as the women and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Sheba, that is, the king's valley, after his return from the defeat of Chedorlaomer and the kings who were with him. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave, and he gave him a tithe of all. Now the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord God Most High, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a thread of sandal strap, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say I have made Abram rich. Except only that the young men have eaten, and the portion of men who went with me, Anur, Eshkol, and Mamre, let them take their portion. Here ends the first lesson. Together, Benedictus says, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Here begins the 30th verse of the ninth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Then they departed from there and passed through Galilee, and he did not want anyone to know it. For he taught his disciples and said to them, The Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And after he is killed, he will rise the third day. But they did not understand this saying, and were afraid to ask him. Then he came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What was it you disputed among yourselves on the road? But they kept silent, for on the road they had disputed among themselves who would be the greatest. And he sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, If anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all, and servant of all. Then he took a little child and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever receives one of these little children in my name receives me. And whoever receives me receives not me, but him who sent me. Benedictus, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord God, who seest that we put not our trust in anything we do, mercifully grant that by thy power we may be defended against all adversity through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, 
and knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. Um, our Saturday morning man, Joel, is, is away for a week, and um, so it, it, it falls upon me, and it's my pleasure to be with you this morning. Uh, just a little summary of this week. Uh, I really like the colic we have this week, that um, we're not to put our trust in anything we do, but to grant that the, by Jesus' power we may defend it against all adversity. And so we saw on, on Monday, we saw Noah being delivered from the flood, and in a similar uh, fashion of our baptism, he goes into the water and then he emerges. On Tuesday, the Pharisees wanted a sign, and Jesus tells them to believe without a sign. Wednesday, Peter recognizes Jesus as Messiah, although not a little, little um, a blip in that we'll talk about this morning. Uh, Abraham follows God on Thursday. It's called and uh, ends up in Egypt, which is a foreshadow of the Exodus. And then in Friday, Jesus reveals a glimpse of his glory in the transfiguration. And so we see a glimpse of it, but we won't behold it um, totally or fully until the fulfillment of the kingdom. So this morning, continuing with the theme of not putting our trust in, in anything that we do, but uh, being delivered and defended by Jesus, um, Psalm 16 reflects that our, our defense is in God alone. And then we see in verse 1 that security begins when we ask for it and seek God. And so there are three evidence of, a, of us when we possess uh, security. First, the delight is, is in the Lord. Um, we see that in verse 2, apart from you, my good is... is it is not. It comes from being with you. And in secondly, the light in the Lord's people. And he talks about in verse 3, he mentioned the saints, the holy ones whom the Lord has set apart for himself. And in verse 6, that he's delighted with them. And so um, the third thing that shows that um, we possess security is delight in the Lord's truth or his word. And so it's a refusing to devote ourselves to other gods or what they claim to be. And so David delights in the Lord's teachings and, and its instruction. And he makes and experiences God's presence. And that, that's a really good example and call for us because it's something we have available to us through the spirit that we received in our baptism. So in Genesis 14, we see, you remember uh, also this week, uh, Abraham said to his nephew Lot, here's, here's the land. You go one way, we'll go the other because we don't want our men fighting over water and things. And uh, Lot took the Sodom direction, and, and Abram took uh, the other direction, which is where God wanted him. And so we see these kings coming, and they're fighting against Sodom and Gomorrah, and the, there's five kings against four kings. And we have no idea how big their army was. That It doesn't say that, in other words. And so um, Abraham takes 318 of his specially trained men. And, of course, right away with my mind, I'm thinking that's probably his special forces. So... Uh, maybe Abraham's seals, I don't know what they were, but they went outside was they had uh, God's, God as their defense and their direction. So these 318 men went back and, and took back the people 
and spoiled the um, and the goods and the spoils of the other kings. And then we see two kings approaching uh, uh, Abraham. One is the king of Sodom, who's um, um, just he's he just wants his stuff back, he wants his people. And he says, "You can keep their stuff, but I want my stuff and my people back." Didn't say thank you or anything like that. And then Melchizedek, the king of uh, Salem, comes out, and and if you look ahead or look back, he 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 didn't. It's kind of a mysterious figure. He didn't. He wasn't involved in the war that we could see, but he comes out from Salem, which probably was Jerusalem, and um, he's a priest and a king, which is a forerunner of, of Jesus. And in Hebrews, the the author of Hebrews says that Jesus was uh, after the order of Melchizedek, which meant a priest and a king. And he must have been special and recognized as special because Abraham gave him a tithe uh, of everything that he took from the other kings. So, um, but one of the lessons of this is that Mel Melchizedek blessed Abraham. And so Abraham was led by God. Melchizedek blessed Abraham. So when we, I think the kind of a tie-in is as we bless those who are working for the Lord, we get a blessing ourselves. And... Um, Melchizedek, I mentioned, was a type of, of Christ, and there's really just not a whole lot we know about him, but this, these few verses, and in Hebrews, um, we, we see him appearing again. So in Mark, uh, the Gospel of Mark, we're at a central, we're at a passage that's a part of a central turning point in Mark's Gospel. It's kind of the beginning of the second, and it's marked, um, I mean, the, the big highlight there is Peter's spiritual discovery of who Jesus was. And so these disciples who couldn't see him were asking questions, finally, um, you know, could see that Jesus was the Messiah. But Peter only had uh, like a partial sight of the Messiah because he saw he was the Messiah, but he didn't understand the suffering part. And the suffering is a cost um, of the kingdom, not only for Jesus. And we're called to pay a cost and that cost if necessary as well. So from this point on in Mark, Jesus is going to concentrate on teaching the small group of uh disciples and his followers, not all of the crowds. He'll perform a few miracles. He'll heal the sick and because he wouldn't refuse to heal the sick if the people came to him. But there wasn't any more need for miracles once the lesson had been learned, which was he's the Messiah. So the good news was still at the center. And from now on, the story moves really quickly. And so we'll see that here. Last, a lot of the Gospel of Mark is about the last week in Jerusalem. And I, I read a neat comment I liked. It says, Mark's gospel has sometimes been called a story of the cross with a long introduction. So um, it it's really focuses on, on the work of Jesus on the cross. So the 12 still had to learn the cost of the kingdom. And um, God was um, calling them to that servanthood and humility. And which is why Jesus took here a ch the little child again. So a lot of the lesson here is going to be humility and servitude. Which again is something that, uh, as we go into Lent, that's something we can uh, relate to and maybe think about and meditate on. So Jesus um, is not talking to the crowds anymore in Mark, or he's, he's spending more time with the twelve and the followers. And I think it's right for us as b believers, which one we relate to, the crowds or the twelve. And I think we relate to the twelve because, like the twelve. We have to realize who Jesus is and the value of the kingdom. And then we have to make the choices that reflect that our belief is not just happening in our headspace, but is, is uh, all of who we are. And that is why I no longer dread Lent. I look forward to drawing closer to God, purgating something that is not glorified, bring me deeper into his kingdom.
So as we get closer and closer to God and we're moving um, into the, the quintagesima, which is the fifth, 50 days before Easter, and then just a few days of that week, and we're in Lent begins on Wednesday. So we're moving into that that part of the expectation, and we're called to to draw closer and closer to God as as we draw closer and closer to Lent. Let's continue with a prayer for all conditions of men, greater in all mankind. We humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you this morning. Thank you, Carl. I don't know if you all noticed, but there were a lot of names in that Old Testament. Carl got right through them. Yes, of course. <laughs> thank you. Thank you all. Thank you, Carl. Bye bye. Thank you. Pretty, pretty happy to have someone else have the crazy names. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Deacon Bob. Thanks, Carl. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Have a good day. There's Deacon Bob. Okay. Oh. I'm sorry. I it's okay. It'll be a mess. No, it's, it's, it's it, you know, timing, it, we just, we work around everything. Aww. It's okay. Is it every day? You mm 